0: I say good morning to the world out there. Singing, ging, ging, ging. San bonani, ninjoini out there. Hi guys, yellow me leafies. Thank you guys for joining me. Welcome to Sessions with Tito. I am your lovely host, Tito Zambo, And please... I say believe, to subscribe and give a five-star rating on whichever platform that you're using to listen to this soothing voice and I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode it's a bit heavy trigger warning it's a bit heavy nyana but things over sharp. thank you I feel like one of the greatest gifts that you can give to your children is preparing them for your death and letting them know that one day you will cease to exist and that you would leave this earth. But one day they will leave this earth. And as harsh as that may sound, and as as that may sound, but I'm grateful that my dad had spoken about his passing for as long as I can remember. He used to like he used to say it all the time all the time. You know, sometimes we show like And sometimes or most of the times he tell us what he Bantu na bama aiing pilis kati sisi, kyo fikis kati kula ngurungi kula zokumbulume perfume la mkuu na, and maezfiga la soso zinza bantu banga kwaundi, bantu banga azguti, iskati tu gurumklaba iskati sifishani, na azguti huai si yangu and maezfiga la soso kati yeso, kuzo na And everything that I just said is literally like verbatim. He used to say that verbatim. And you understand, it was I show you, he had to say it so many times for me to actually remember word for word what he used to say. And whenever he'd say it, like, Yo, i Like, I just think, why? 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 I can you go, I you know. And now that it actually happened, I'm just like I'm low key grateful for that. Because at the time I didn't realise, but now that I look back, it was actually like preparation, you know, like prepping me to know what he cut. but cut At this figure. You know. Like be ready for it. Because I feel like had he not done that. I probably would have been. Way more devastated at his passing. Way more devastated than what I am. You know. It. Does not lessen the pain in any way. It does not lessen the I don't know, the pain of it, I ing the PC experience itself because one way or another you're gonna be shattered, you know, whether you are prepared or not. As no momentum born with like I don't like it two minutes order could have. There's no way this person is going to make it till the end of the week. Even though you see that and you see how much pain a person is in. And you tell yourself it's time to just release them. But when the time actually comes and they are released. It's. Yeah, it's something else. You know when they say it's an out of this world experience. Death is literally an out of this world experience. I don't think you have fully experienced life to the fullest if you have not lost a loved one. I don't think you have fully experienced that. There are certain things that I feel that as a human you need to go through, you need to experience in order for you to say you've had a human experience, the full human experience. I feel like you need to fall in love. You, need to, you, need to, you really need to experience a love at its purest form, you know. And I'm not just talking about love from your parents, from your siblings, you know, from a community. I'm talking about pure, genuine love from a significant other. Once want you, once want you fully experience that, yeah, that's that's some of the things that you need to experience to have a full life experience. I feel like you need to experience a heartbreak, know what it's like to have your heart broken, you know, and death. I don't know, maybe I'm yet to think of more things that give to the human experience, but for me, those things and also just experiencing people in their purest forms, like experiencing um, joy or happiness. I'm a very deep person and I, like, of the most smallest things. The most minute of things, to me, are the greatest, you know? The other day, I was sitting and thinking about my granny, who is 97 years old. And I sat, and I thought about... What some of her life experiences are you know the period of time she's lived through you know Lamundo was born in nineteen was no, she born 19- or oh, something oh seven if I'm not mistaken, oh, 6 or oh, seven. I don't know when she was born, bruh, but yeah, yeah, decades and decades and decades ago, you know. And to think of the of the life that she lived, and the things that she's seen and experienced, you know, pela lo mundo experiencee, Oh my God! Even pre that, like we In South Africa in the 1900s, she experienced South Africa in the 1920s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, all the Mzabalazos, the 70s, you know, she lived through the uprising, the 80s, the 90s, democracy, 2000 you know you can literally only imagine all the things that she's seen and experienced and when I sat and I thought about that I literally cried because it's like number one what a blessing to have lived through so many years and met so many people experienced so many things anyways so that just brought tears to my eyes because I think about how I always say that I don't have a particular age I would say at this age, I want to die. But definitely when I can't wipe my buttocks anymore, when I can't bathe myself anymore, when I cannot do anything for myself anymore, I'd like God to take me. And then I think, damn, what if I suffer a stroke or something like that, something that would like, impair me or it would be like a disability you know, at a young age, sometime in my 20s or 30s, do I want to die then? Because I mean, I wouldn't be able to wipe my bum, you know? And it's like, I don't know at what age I would like to die. I don't know. And sometimes I feel like, Oh, sorry. Sometimes I feel like um, I'm okay with dying, you know. I'm okay with dying, especially if I've I've lived up to my potential. Because I think that's one of my biggest fears, is not living up to my full potential, you know. And I feel like me not living up to my potential would be me not fulfilling my Purpose. So it's like once I potentially am here and hopefully surpassed it, I think I would be okay with dying because in this lifetime, you know. But then it's like, are you truly ready for the unknown? We really do not know what's on the other side of life. Like we literally do not know what is on the other side of life. We can have ideas. We can imagine what it's like, you know, but we truly do not know. And we go to bed and have dreams of our loved ones that have crossed over and some of them you see them in states that are horrifying, horrifying, and some of them, you see them rides happy, you know, like my dad. Every time I dream about my dad, like rides like like more than rides. In fact, most of the times when I dream about my dad, he's at church, so it's like what we say in Konzunyami about like legit, I see that, you know. And then I think about myself, like where's my soul gonna go, you know. I don't know. It's just sometimes you sit and you become deep in, in thoughts and you just... Freak yourself out because you truly do not know what to expect on the other side. You truly do not know what is on the other side. And I think that's what scares me the most about death is that I don't know what's on the other side. I don't know what to expect on the other side. And also, I would like to believe in the idea of reincarnation because my mind cannot fathom. A hundred billion. Because. If. This is how my mind sees it. If there is no reincarnation. Then it literally means that. On the other side. Of this life. Meaning. Like. Literally think about people that have lived from the beginning of time. Till Today. Think of all those people that have lived, and all of them, I'm oh sorry, And all of them that have died, and it's like, <laughs> like, what's like, you know, so which is why I feel like reincarnation is real because it's like you're recycling, but then the thing is. What then does not make sense is that if there is reincarnation why do we still dream about our loved ones? Or love is reincarnated and those that we don't dream about anymore have they been reincarnated? And when you do get reincarnated, do you get reincarnated into the same bloodline like bloodline Nagatambo Ubaho, no, whoever, you know. Or you are reincarnated in another lifetime, in a parallel universe, or in, into a different life, a different family. I don't know, there's a lot that I think about sometimes. Even, Jay, the whole thought of I'm a parallel universe is... Sometimes I find myself on the other side of TikTok you know, conspiracy talk and Yari, yeah, some of the things people talk about there is like mind blowing. But some of them really do make sense. Like, is there a parallel universe? Is there? Because someone there's a girl there that said that hey, she literally said she remembers living as an adult and having two children right and that she remembers going to sleep going to bed and when she woke up she woke up as herself but at nine years old and when she woke up she remembered feeling different like she's not from that world and as I speak I'm getting chills and tell me why I'm talking about this Four minutes to midnight, me, but anyways, she talked about how she woke up and she could feel would say like 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 this is not me, like yes, this looks like me as a child, I'm nine and she said she went to the other room to look for her kids. There were no kids because she was the child, and she was there with her mom, and as she exited her room like her bedroom was across a bathroom and we bathroom her sister was standing there in the mirror and she was shocked to see her sister because when she went to sleep as an adult, her sister began washona years prior. And she was just like mind fucked, What the fuck? This is my sister. How is this possible? Did you not die? And she said she uttered the words, Did you not die? And the sister was like, What? And that just like and then she's she's been living that life like ever since Anna Nine or Kulage, Foods, and she's just like, What is happening? So I I I do believe that I am a conspiracy theorist. Um but not fully, because like you're another parallel universe thing. It somewhat does make sense to me. Like, when I follow it and hear what people are saying and the experiences and stuff and stuff. It's like, there's no way, guys, I want do it. Like, people lie, sure, yeah. But, like, different yet similar experiences. You know what I mean? Like, in no way. And I refuse to believe that in this whole entire universe. Like, there are a lot of weird shit out here. Like, a lot of weird things that are just, like, like, what's going on? What is this? You know? I refuse to believe that we are the only beings in this world. I definitely believe we are going a creature somewhere, somehow. What is it? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's, that's talk for a different day. But in As for I'm hungry, as for when I'd like to die, I don't know. I want to pass away when I've reached my full potential. Whether I reach my full potential at thirty, at forty, at fifty, at sixty, a hundred, as soon as I reach my full potential, it is well with my soul. Anything beyond that would literally be like added bonus to my life so I feel like like just drawing back to where I started I feel like the greatest gift that parents can give their children is talking to them and letting them know about death and that death is inevitable and that it's an uncomfortable sad topic to talk about heartbreaking whatever word you want to use yes it is that but i feel it is important to talk to your children about it because it prepares them it prepares them as much as vele accent that 100 percent prepare you vele it's not gonna be like that vele goes goes but For me, from my experience, I feel like even when my dad passed away, like I had visions. Literally the night before he passed away, I had a vision. In fact, that whole week, I probably had two visions in that week. He passed away on a Friday. I had a vision on a Wednesday and I had a vision on a Thursday. And I remember on the Thursday, I was in the kitchen doing the dishes and he was in the living room, I photo. Right. And I remember doing the dishes and I had a vision of his funeral. And I remember saying, God, if you are preparing me, then amen. And if you are not preparing me, it's just evil thoughts, let them burn. I literally said that. And the next morning, I woke up, but it was just so hard for me to go to the house. So I stayed in bed. I was like, let me stay in bed. Um, Both my parents were sick at the time. And I heard my brother was up. And I was like, okay, no, if Ushun is up, then it's cool. Um, If they need anything, Bazu Talushun. Literally, within 15 minutes of saying that, I heard him screaming. And shouting, and when I heard him, my 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 older brother asked him where to come and when I heard him say Aga I jumped out of bed, and I said, "God, I can't believe this is happening, but thank you for preparing me, because I definitely feel like." Had I not had that vision, especially the one that I had on Thursday, because Leah Wednesday, I won't even tell you what to in, but Leah Thursday, you vividly remember the thoughts as well. I feel like had I not had that vision, I would have been so devastated. I feel like had my dad not said all the things he used to say over the years, so i am grateful for that and that is something that i'm going to do for my children it's a very uncomfortable topic it's a very sad heartbreaking topic to have with your children but i feel that it is necessary because that thing will register in the back of their minds and when the time does come, yes, they'll be devastated. Yes, but as they go through the healing process, those words will come back. And somewhere, somehow, you know. Because in tomoyas the impact is less than what it is when you are not expecting it to happen. And as much as death is always unexpected, because you don't know when the day will come. But having the idea or knowing that it will come and having the person tell you, listen, it will happen, it will happen. It's some sort of comfort. You don't constantly have to have everything figured out. You don't constantly have to have a plan. You know, you don't constantly have to have goals and things that you want to achieve sometimes you just want to achieve being alive that's that's your biggest goal is to be alive in the next five years because currently shit is so real that you don't want to be alive but your biggest goal is to make it through there so this thing of people having to ask people all the time so what are your plans for the next five years what are your goals for the year do you not think you're triggering people's anxieties? Mm? Do you not think that's triggering for other people? Just because when uh, your goal for the year is to reach your target at work, get a promotion, get a car, you know, get a phone, get a whatever, it doesn't mean everyone else has to have their ducks in a row or plan on getting this shit together. Sometimes people come from the worst year of their lives and their only plan is to just survive the year. Like they just want to make it through the year. That is it. Not getting a job, not getting nothing specific. Whatever happens, happens. Whatever comes, comes. Whatever that doesn't, doesn't. But the biggest goal is to just make it through there. It's so annoying. People just ask the weirdest shit ever. Like, what are your goals? So this year so this year on. this year. This year, Last thing I want to breathe. That's what I want to do. Yeah. If I get a car, thank you Lord. If I get a house, hallelujah. If I get a job, was the one. But if I don't get anything and I just make it out of twenty twenty-two alive, I'm blessed. I'm grateful because there are honestly people out here that are going through the absolute most. You know, sometimes you look at your goal and you're like, like I'm going through so much right now. Only for you to take a step back and look at what you're going through and look at what another person is going through. And it's nowhere near, nowhere near as bad as what the other person is going through. And I'm not saying, would he." Melumuntu Manji Melumuntu a Anga Anga M saying Melumanji Muntu Anga big sing a tsage in a bad situation when they are just because another person is going through something worse. But what I am seeing is there are people that are going through the absolute most and <laughs> that people are going through the absolute most and all they want to do is to just make it through their situation that's it so this year can you refrain from asking stupid questions like what is your goal for the year what is your goal for the next five years where do you see yourself in the next five years bitch I see myself alive. That's where I see myself. Alive and healthy. And whatever else that comes, I'm in. But in saying this, I'm not saying Segmele u pile is take it as it comes, you know. Pile is one day at a time. Obviously, as a person, you know, it's okay. This is where I see myself in the future. This is what I want for myself. This is the career path that I want. This is the things that I'd like to achieve. you know, but what I'm saying is in knowing what you want to achieve and knowing where you want to be I don't want to say I don't want to say um." Don't center your your life around that. Because for some people, that's how they make it through their lives. By literally setting goals and pushing to achieve those goals. And once they've achieved that goal, it's like, okay, what's the next goal that I can smash? You know, there are people like that. There are people that are just like, you know what? I know what I want. But for now, I just want to focus on my health. For now, I want to focus on my mental health, on my physical health, on my emotional health. And once I'm strong enough, then I can aim for those goals. You know? It's very important to be mindful of people around you. Um, you may not know what people are going through. You may not know what situations people are facing. So it's very important for you to... Forever be mindful that You know? If you're excited about telling someone what you want for yourself, what your goal is, then good for you. Do it. But don't ask me just so that. Uzo mela un e so that jalas, not winners on jalal do for now. Velung jal with MFITs has another say, I've achieved so much, I want to do A, B, C, D, E. And then I'll respond and say, Yeah, I'm fit to bangay and yeah, I do well. And then, when I'm fit to as long as I'm not to as long as Do you know? because it's not something that you had expected. And when you hear that, you like you I don't ox. Oh, hmm? like, oh, because heavy. But it's just very important that people be mindful all the time of other people.